welcome back. It's time for another episode of Funnel Radio, the premier flagship show on the Funnel Radio Network. Our host today is Jim Overmayer, publisher of the Funnel Radio Channel. And today, well, he's going to talk about how podcasting enhances personal branding. Hey, Jim, look forward to it. Thank you, Paul. Paul Roberts is our producer for all programs on the Funnel Radio Channel. He's also the station manager and behind the board here. Our show today has Paul as a contributor and Susan Finch, our vice president of operations at our own Funnel Media Group, where we publish 15 live internet radio programs each week with 23 hosts, and we publish all of the follow-on podcasts from the live show. As Paul said, the title of our program today is How Podcasting Enhances Personal Branding. We will discuss what is personal branding, why is it important, how was personal branding done in the past, and what makes podcasting the most popular, ultimate personal branding vehicle. But first, let's discuss some amazing statistics as of December 2019. Paul, I'm going to amaze you. Susan, I'm going to amaze you also. Are you there, Susan? I'm so glad. I am. <laughs> okay. I'm ready From... to be amazed. Go. <laughs> From Music Gump and various other sources today, Edison Research, Nielsen, IAB, PwC, and Pacific Coast. So you know I'm not pulling these out of my hat right now. There are more than 700,000 active podcasts and more than 29 million podcast episodes. Paul, you're smiling, hoping that you've got 20% of the market. I am. I'm telling I remember a few years ago, we had to explain to people what a podcast was. Well, you don't have to do it anymore. According to Apple at the WDC 2018 conference, these numbers at that time were 550,000 podcasts. Remember, 700,000 today and 18.5 million episodes. And now it's 29 million. 165 million people, 51% of the U.S. population have listened to a podcast. I think most of them are on Paul's channel. Here. I, I think and, so. And 32% <laughs> are monthly podcast listeners. 22% of Americans, about 103 million people, are weekly podcast listeners. Weekly. We love that. Podcast is more popular among young people, with 67% of the total podcasting audience being between 18 and 44 years old. If we look at podcast listeners' share of time spent listening to audio sources, this is the 33% of the listeners listen to podcasts. 25% of their time is spent on FM and AM radio, 15% on own music, 14% streamed audio. Paul is smiling. 5% TV, music channels, and 8% others. Podcast. Paul, where's our drum roll? Oh, podcast. Here we go. Definitely out distances virtually every other, every other. There we go. Give you a little rim shot there. Okay. Thank you very much. Podcast has best of any consumption medium. Can I just uh, emphasize two things in there before you rattle off the last of the statistics? The one, <laughs> the one you hit hits home to me. When we started this channel, you and I and others years ago now here, multiple years ago, there were maybe 200,000 podcasts and it was, we could see the growth, but it was still a long way off. Edison that does the survey of radio and satellite radio and podcasts and audiobooks the, the does the the big thing they call the infinite dial or the share of ear all the places competing to get a share of your ear listening time this was the first year and they said it was a tipping point when they came out in their annual survey of the infinite dial in March they said this is a tipping point for podcasts because the first time ever when we survey people nationally do you know what a podcast is yes 
because I listened to one in the last 30 days. As you said, you, you threw that out very quickly. Half of America has listened to a podcast in the last 30 days. That is shocking. It, it is hot. I was at a uh, Christmas to get together with one of our very well-known hosts, Matt Hines, last night. Mm-hmm. And sitting around one of the Wait, tables, not just drop? because I was I there. Did. I, were you there, Susan? I didn't get invited. I wasn't there. I well, it was in Seattle. It was in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> you and podcasting was one of the real big subjects. And one of the people quoted the number that I'm going to give you now. Podcasts okay. us, attract wealthier and educated people. It's 45% more likely for a podcast listener to have a college degree and 68% more likely to have a postgraduate degree. Mm. They're more likely to be high net worth individuals. 37% are more likely to have an income of over $100,000 plus, and 45% are more likely of having a net household income of over $250,000. The podcast audience is gender balanced. Gender balanced. Do a gong for this one here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> The average podcast listener listens to seven different shows on average week and subscribes to six. And a lot more people are listening through uh, these uh, so-called smart speakers now that, uh, you know, Google makes and and all the others make, oh, Amazon yeah. makes. And in fact, iTunes and Spotify and a couple others just announced that they have been added to many of these platforms along with iHeart and everything. So you can simply say hey, play this podcast now, right. and your smart speaker will will rattle off. I think that's only going to continue the growth at home and other places. We used to think it was just in the car when you're stuck. Now it's at home as well. So let's tackle the subject today, how podcasting enhances personal branding. Susan, you and Paul take off with this one. Let her start because she's the personal brand. Right? You, you do with lots of clients, and I'm assuming it kind of falls under this umbrella of personal branding how do you stand out in the crowd how do you get found how do you get known to be not just another of those people doing that but the person doing that the thought leader in the field what is personal branding susan well, we have some great episodes that we can put some links into this one. Um, we've covered what personal branding is on several episodes with some fabulous experts. So I'm briefly just going to tell you, you can work for any company you want. And you're supposed to build and be part of that company culture and let's push that brand and push our name and push our products. But people change places. Let's just take the real estate industry in, in particular. That's an easy one. I might be with Coldwell Banker this year. But maybe next year, I don't like that agreement, or I move, or I find something else I'd rather do, and I want to be with, with a different firm the next year. Well, how do you transition over there without losing yourself and losing all your business? You build your own brand. Who are you? What sets you apart in your field of expertise from everybody else? Is it your personality? Is it your techniques? Is it your reputation, your involvement in the community? But your personal brand is who you are no matter where you go, no matter who you're working for, what you're doing. It's what you want to constantly build and evolve. And doing this for several years, all of a sudden, well, I want to change up. We have a very good friend, Jill Conrath. She's about to shake the world up with what she wants to change with her personal branding. But it's her. She is still the same person with the same reputation, bringing what all those skills, that integrity, the knowledge, the enthusiasm to whatever she's transforming into next. So be watching out for that. So would you say it's it's sort of like being a personal rock star? It's sort of what you know for? Or it's not just the hits you've done. Hey, I, I hit it out of the park four years in a row at Coldwell Banker. But it's what you specialize in, what you're known for. And that 
doesn't that's you that's wherever you go you bring that rock star status with you it's when you're going to keep doing it's not talking about the past that's, that's interesting yeah. the past where you've been what you've worked for who you've hung your shingle with that's the past but your personal brand is what you carry forward and plan for for the future. I've never heard it put better. Well, that's interesting. But Susan, isn't LinkedIn yeah. all about personal branding? If you've got a good LinkedIn profile, haven't you personal branded yourself? That's a piece of it. But the thing about LinkedIn has all these different components that most people underutilize just because we don't have the time to maintain all this stuff. We have to prioritize. If my people are primarily that I want to target on LinkedIn, then I better go and really dress up that whole profile. And that means not only engaging and setting my tone on how I engage with people. I'm known for always being bubbly and saying positive things to people and giving some offhand stupid bad puns and things. It makes people smile, it makes them laugh, but they know me. They remember me. But on LinkedIn, you have so many more opportunities than just commenting and sharing. You can add projects. What have you done that you're proud of? Put that in there. And in the case of podcasting, the really cool opportunity is you can say, I am a host of a show. So many people are starting to realize you don't have to only do one thing at a time. Yes, right. You can say, I am an executive at Blah Blah Company, but I also am a podcast host at the same time. That's a really and powerful point because I don't think most people who have shows, even on our network here or the other shows I produce, I don't think people realize that they can be two things in a LinkedIn profile. I am the vice president of XYZ and I host this show. Both of those can appear in your title and both of those can show up in search terms. Both of those can attract people to you. You can have two titles, not one. Podcasting, if I can jump in here too, podcasting delivers a voice, delivers expertise, depth of information that's not usually available except on job interviews. So here's two other interesting things I've seen people do with just specifically LinkedIn, because LinkedIn is kind of our business go-to place where we say who we are. Uh, and, and it was originally set up to be a resume. To Susan's point, looking backwards, here's what I did. It wasn't so much about what I'm going to do in the future or what I can bring to this relationship or this company when I work for you or work with you. I think there are lots of ways that we haven't even talked about or, or explored. For example, I've tried experimenting putting a podcast as an example. You can you can put up work that you're proud of, and that can be an audio file as exactly. well as... And so you could put up some things and say, here, here's one I really am proud of. I, you want to know who I am? Here's Listen to this show. You want to know what my show is about? Listen to the show. It's the sampler. That's one idea. And the other one is, I see there's a lot of people doing it now with shows here in Funnel and elsewhere. They will take that and put it up immediately on LinkedIn. They used to say, um, they'll go to something like Canva or one of these things and they'll make one of these little title cards, a little picture of their logo, and it says, maybe I'm on with Susan and Jim right now here. And then, so they don't just post it, they put a picture that that has that logo, that has their picture in it, that's it's part of their brand, it's part of the show brand to it. They'll put that up and they'll get thousands or hundreds or tons of likes instantly. boy, you go. Not to, only does that draw an audience to you, because we're doing these lives so they can tune in and listen to it, but it tells the world you're not any account and you're the guy that has the radio show. Or you're the person that knows how to be a good guest and an expert that we should pull from. That too. And that's that personal brand. You're positioning yourself as the brand expert. And 
And I am going to kind of plug for us because it's like, oh, how cute. You had to go make your own graphic. We make your graphics for you if you're on our network. Well, and, and that's true. And, and <laughs> Right. And you get some consistency. and you Because everybody, we used to just post, and I get a post because it's that endless stream of activity. You want to catch somebody's eye when they go and look at LinkedIn, right. what's your network doing? It's got to visually pop out. And I think that's what all personal branding is. It's You've got to pop out somehow out of the pack. We all have well, something. When we come back in just a moment after this commercial, what makes podcasting the most popular ultimate branding vehicle? I got some ideas on that. I'm sure you guys do, too. Well, yeah. I bet you two do. I'm going to turn you loose. a little biased. Yeah, I'm a little biased. Now you're talking to the <laughs> choir. I, I'm a believer. I, I drank the Kool-Aid a long time ago. Here you go. Paul, let's hear from our sponsor today. <laughs> Does your personal brand represent who you are? Really, think about it. Is your career as a thought leader visible beyond LinkedIn? If you have doubts, it's time to host your own podcast program right here on the Funnel Radio channel for at-work listeners like you. You can join dozens of program hosts who economically reach thousands of listeners with an average income above 100000 a year. This is an affluent uh, group. These people want to be busy year-round, 24-7, and podcasts are one of the ways they can reach them, particularly in spaces and places that others can't when they're stuck in a car or at the gym or whatever. Join the other personalities on the Funnel Radio channel, such as Matt Hines, Chris Beale, Roan Morgan, Patrick Morrissey, Daryl Prale, Kyla O'Connell, John Asher, and 20 more. When we produce your program and your podcast, we make it easy and convenient. You get the guests, we do the rest. Call Jim Overmayer at 360-933-1259 and you can find out more. That's Jim Obermeyer, the man talking right now, 360-933-1259. Or visit fmgtoday.com. Back to Jim. Let's get back to our program today. Let's talk about what makes podcasting the most popular ultimate personal branding. In the past, personal branding was done. I had to write a book for two years. I had to go out and speak 50 times a year. Right. My company had to produce all kinds of research. I had to get in front of people, and that was the only way that I could do it. And I did all of those things, and I spoke 50 times a year, and I've written four books. But podcasting, that has cut that down tremendously. Let's hear from the two of you what your opinion I'm, I'm going to jump in and throw a couple quick thoughts at you here, and then, and then I know Susan has some more here. One of the things you mentioned, there were two ways to become a thought leader. One was for you to be interviewed on other people's programs. I was a, started life as a publicist. We were out trying to build your personal brand, and we did that by getting you interviewed by the LA Times and the CNN and the local newspaper and the local TV stations and radio stations. You showed your expertise by being on other people's programs. Then along comes blogs, and you get to write your own thing. And then along comes self-published books, and you get to expound upon it and expand upon it. Now... You get to tell your story, not just write your story. And that's what a podcast is. And I think it's built around two principles. Maybe you'll disagree. But I think it really at its ultimate core is you showing what you know and who you know. Look at me. Look at what I know and look at who I know. I must be a rock star in this area. What do you think? It's become one more tool to actually lead to those other things. Mm -hmm. This is where you have to remain fluid on how you're going to reach people and engage. And right now, they're listening to podcasts, so you have to be there. Right. And if you're not there, then you're missing tons of opportunities, not only to create content, interest, and even 
If you use transcriptions, ebooks easily written from all of your Smarty Pants episodes. Yeah. But you're missing out. You have to go where the people are. And I'll give you it's one other. It's popular to do, you know, airplanes driving over the beach, flying over the beaches. And <laughs> everybody's reaching everybody. Then that's where you got to be. Exactly. Well, that's what they say. You know, what, who was the famous bank robber from the 50s? And he said, why do you rob banks? He said, that's because that's where the money is. I think that that's part of it. And I think here's another part of it that doesn't get talked about very often. The power of podcasting for personal branding is this. It's more than a sound bite. It's more than a snippet. In a world where everything is getting more condensed, this is the only medium going the other way. So you're constantly trying to pop up and get your quote into the newspaper and say your two cents on somebody else's show and stand up for your two minutes of fame in front of an audience. I think this is long form storytelling. People will give you more than a moment because of where and how they're consuming it. They're stuck in a car, they're at the gym, they're walking, they're someplace, they got 30 minutes or more to kill and they can't watch and they can't read, but they still wanna be productive, so tell me a story. Now, you gotta be good at telling a story to have them come back, but it's, it's not something they can easily switch. It isn't something they can just say stop and play something else. So I think there is a relaxed moment that you can reach them, nobody else can if, if they don't have a podcast and you can capitalize on that. There's one thing that we don't address, and there's a psychological piece of this. When voices come through your devices, when they come through your television, there is a level of, I don't know if you call it authority or credibility. Trust, or, certainly, even, yeah. Even though it's, it's nonsense, a lot of what we you know, see on television and in the news and things, we still pay attention. And so when voices are coming through our devices, it's somebody that knows what they're doing, and they're, they're able to share with us something of their level of expertise. And depending on how practice you are, how confident you are, it comes across as an authoritative voice. It's intimate. That's what I learned when I was in real radio. It's a very that's intimate other, medium. Right. It's intimate, but there's still something that's awe-inspiring to a small degree. There's still that there. Well, because you've, you've got the platform, you've got the mic, yeah. It, it's, yep. uh, and so, therefore, you, you're you not anybody, you're somebody. You're somebody that was able to get there and come out of my speaker. Yeah, right. I've got a, a couple of instances. About four years ago, we started a program for a company, a podcast, and the, the vice president of the company said she didn't have the time. So she requested that the program start with one of her ad specialists who was fairly new to the company, but seemed to have a nice voice. And she said, well, he ought to go ahead and do that. And yeah, I'll get into it later as a guest once in a while. Well, it's three or four years later. They've had 200,000 people download their show. He knows every expert in the industry in their marketplace. They all know who he is. His personal branding is huge. We've got another host that said, I just want to introduce our program to a lot of experts in the industry. Now he comes back from conferences and people come up to me and say how much they like the podcast. Yeah, right. He's got thousands of people who subscribe. And he said, people come up to me now, even though I'm speaking. They said, so nice to finally meet you after I've listened. I've listened to your podcast. Isn't that That's something? really yep. quite interesting. And not too long ago, we had somebody come to me and say, I don't know how to tell you this, but I just got a promotion. Uh, in my company because of this podcast hmm. yeah. and it was a substantial promotion wow so those are just three stories of what happened because these people were heard right. and people check them out and listen to them 
And again, you're forcing people to do something with what we all should do. We should all put out content constantly, but we don't. Regularly. And yeah. Exactly. Persistently, regularly, the same time and place. Whatever platform you feel comfortable, writing it, speaking it, talking, uh, doing a video. Podcasting is an easy way to do it. You don't have to write something. You don't have the lights and camera and difficulties of shooting something. And it can be consumed while doing something else. So it reaches people in a different space and place. But one of the things you're forcing people to do, too, which I think is a secret to personal branding, is getting out and meeting people. Not just what I know on a podcast. It's who I know. We're, we're making these people bring guests in. It's not them just right. rattling on about that's uh, the Paul Roberts show with more Paul Roberts wisdom here. Oh my gosh, there are enough of those shows out there. These there? people and they're ex experts. It is maddening to a degree. Yeah, it's so much more interesting when you invite somebody else. When you take the role not to be able to use them to show off how good you are and smart, but to truly be the gracious host, ready to learn from your guest. Yeah. Which is all about, you know, guest vetting, too. And I had one host, to give, to give you an example, he came back to me a couple of years later and he said, well, I see why it establishes me as a thought leader. Look at what I know and who I know. I get to meet all these people I couldn't otherwise meet because I got a microphone. Right. And they take it and spread it out. And I take and spread it. I get the power of the content. He said, what I didn't realize was the power of learning. He said, I'm paying you to force me to go out and learn and meet somebody every week here. And he yes. said, that's really the power of this. Well, we're awfully enthusiastic about this today. I'd like to come back and visit this in a few weeks with the three of us. And I'd like to talk about podcasting for corporations and how it increases their brand recognition. But today we've got a Road Warrior program coming on in about three minutes. Yeah. Paul, I, Susan, thank you very much for coming on today. And Susan, I'd like you to host, if you would, because of your expertise in branding, I'd like you to host the next one on the corporate branding and podcasting, if you would. Let me go work on my stats and my monologue. <laughs> you guys are we'll making me feel really sad. put all those stats in the sad. post, though, so any of you guys can copy and paste it yes. and be able to spout off that you know things. Exactly. I know things, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, and people like me. Paul? <laughs> all because of the podcast. All because of the podcast. That's why they know you and like Let's you. Let's go to Ryan Ball. I can't take this abuse. Ryan Ball, Road Warrior, coming up. Woo!